Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is sponsored by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a company run by Joe Ross. Joe Ross is a former Army fullback, former Army officer, former Army assistant coach, and he was also a guest on the Black Knight Nation podcast. Guys, if you um, could, could you please subscribe to us on our YouTube channel at Black Knight Nation? We had Ross Tucker on this week. Ross Tucker gave you his thoughts on the first half of the Army season, previewed this game today against Louisiana Monroe. We talked about Andre Carter's draft stock. We talked about Josh Lingenfelter's blocking. Um, good stuff for 15 minutes solid with Ross Tucker uh, earlier this week. Check us out. Check out BlackKnightNation.com. Seth Mendelson's game story is already up on BlackKnightNation.com. Photos from Ed Diller are already up on BlackKnightNation.com. Um, please check my Twitter account, at Sal Interdonado. I had the perfect view of Bryson Daly's touchdown run today on video. Probably the best video I've ever taken, uh, uh, at least a college football game. So check that out, Bryson Daly. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, guys, if you're watching right now and you'd like to throw some comments up for us, we'll, we'll read them, we'll post them. Uh, your opinions on the game, how it went for Army, 42-26. And let's welcome in, let's give Seth Mendelson a welcome here. Seth covered the game for us for Black Knight Nation. He was at Mikey Stadium today. And Brendan in Jersey's back. Man, Brendan, you and these recaps, man, we love having you. We love having your uh, your opinions on here. So, guys, uh, first off, um, what did you think of the um, the game today? 48-26, uh, 48-24 win. By the Black Knights over the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks. Uh, Seth, we'll go to you first, and I'll, I'll go to Brendan, and I'll give my opinion. Okay, thank you. Um, glad to be here again, of course. Um, two games in one. Uh, the first, uh, about 20 minutes, uh, uh, Monroe, Louisiana Monroe looked really good, um, uh, moving the ball pretty well. They got that, you know, the big fourth down stop. On on we have their own 13-yard line and converted the next play for a touchdown. So it was a give-me touchdown there. But they seem to be dominating. They, they they dominated the first the first quarter. They had I think the ball for almost twelve minutes of the first quarter, and they started out the second quarter the same way. Um, you could see a change late in the second quarter, um, and then at halftime, uh, a different Army team came out after halftime. Uh, obviously, they didn't have Monroe had no answers for Army's offense, and quite frankly, no answers for Army's defense. And um, uh, it was. Um, uh, you know, it was it was two games in one. Uh, quite frankly, I was pretty impressed with what Army did um, in those in the second half and late in the second quarter. Um, I, I liked the, I liked the the plays they were calling. I liked the execution. Um, there was really nothing I didn't like. Um, uh, I was impressed with Jones at quarterback. Uh, I was impressed with the defense. Um, I thought they did great. I thought it was a big win. And uh, as I said two weeks ago when I was here, I wasn't here last week. Um, I said Army's going to go six and six, or maybe even seven and five. They catch a break, um, uh, and I, this was a key win to get there. So um, I happy to see them win. Brendan, uh, what was your take on the game? Uh, like Seth said, first half a little bit, you know, here and there, and then second half they really probably I wrote probably their best half of the season might have been the second half today. Yeah, I mean. Uh... They got a win, and so everything they want is still in front of them, and that's really the most important thing. But uh, if you go back to last week's recap, Sal, you and I said essentially three things. A, start Jones at quarterback. B, the defense needs to find a way to get off the field occasionally. And C, they need to, uh, they need to do better in the punting game. All three of those things happened today, and they got a big win. Uh, to, to me, this is the first time this season the defense wasn't just along for the ride, but they actively helped to win the game. They had a, they had a great day. Uh, uh, Louisiana Monroe had 11 possessions. They got three touchdowns and one field goal. One of those touchdowns came on an extremely short field after – a flabbergasting fourth down call uh, from the offense. And the other came very late in the fourth quarter with the game uh, almost entirely out of reach. So, uh, yeah, hard to, uh, hard, hard to complain. I do think there's still one or two issues that they seriously need to work on before air force, but uh, this was exactly the game they needed. 
Yeah, I mean, it started off, right, uh, Seth? Uh, it's 17-14 at halftime. It's 17-7, actually. Monroe was leading at one point, opening drive, another, um, you know, Army – Holds them to a field goal, which was big, I thought. You know, holds them to the field goal, then comes right back down the field. And, um, you know, good point defense today, right? Second half really stepped it up. You had Leo Lowen with another interception today. A um, necro had... interception. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, too, what? The effort is there now, right? I mean, I'm not saying – Absolutely. Wait, let me – let, let, let me let me rephrase that. The effort's always been there, right? But now the effort and the execution is there now. They're playing hard. Look at um, uh, uh, Q Hammonds run down the Louisiana Tech wide receiver to prevent a touchdown. Now they eventually scored, but that shows that's the that's a type of, of effort and execution that you're looking for in an Army team, right? Uh, Fabrice Boyne had a pretty good – like I thought Andre Carter was going to play today, right? He didn't play today, and I thought, oh, crap. They got to get a pass rush against this Chandler Rogers. Otherwise, he might pick them apart because Cam Jones was out today, too. Jabari Moore was coming back off an of injury. So, um, they, Carter, you you wouldn't even know today that Andre Carter didn't play, right? Um, they got a decent pass rush enough to make him hurry some throws a little bit. Two sacks, I think, they had on the day, an interception. And, um, you know what? Jones is just smooth at running this offense, in my opinion, right? In my opinion, he's comfortable with the pitch. He runs – he's patient, right? That fourth and four play, he was patient on that. He didn't bounce it to the outside right away. He he patiently waited. He got the edge, and he went. And three more touchdowns today for Jamel Jones. And, Seth, you asked Coach Munkin. I laughed when I was sitting next to you at the press conference today when you asked Coach Munkin – who his starter is for Air Force in two weeks? Because, you know, I'm sure they're going to have some competition some competition in practice, you know. But um, what answer well, did he I, give I was you? hoping for him to say something. I was hoping to say something that we could, you know, we could talk about. He, he of course, you know, took the uh, the safe way out saying four guys played. No, any, any one of the four could be the starting quarterback. I don't believe that for a second. I think it's between Jones and uh, Tyler. Um, and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, but that's what he said. Um, you know. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I thought Jones, uh, uh, you know, played a great game. Hey, listen, let's be as you said to me when we were walking out of the press conference. Uh, Monroe's not a great team, you know. So we played great because we're playing a team that is now two and six. And I thought they lost three in a row. I think you corrected my story to say four in a row. Um, you know, and you know they didn't get blown out, but not getting blown out. But you know, we kind of blew them out today. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, who knows? You know, every, you can look good if you're playing against teams that aren't good. You know, we have a good team to face in two weeks. Army has a good team to face in two weeks in Air Force. We know they're good. I don't know. Did they end up winning or losing today? I don't know. We were down 19-9. Okay. Uh, I, I was going to look that up right now. I, um, I, I apologize for not knowing that at the Who'd moment. They, play? uh, they, they played. Um, they, they're still playing. They're down 19-14. Uh, they're they're actually on the uh, Boise State five with one thirty nine left down five. Boise so State. they're playing. Yeah, a good so they're right there. They've lost to to, to, to decent teams. Utah State's a, a okay team, and uh, Wyoming seems to be the the class of the league this year. Um, you know, and then they've won five games. You know, they uh, you know Colorado's terrible. They beat Navy. You know, they won a couple of you know against bad teams. Hey, you know, if you, it depends on who you're playing, how you look. Uh, we got a big game, or Army, I say we. Army has a big game in uh, in two weeks, and, you know, hopefully um, Carter's healthy. I think they maybe kept him out because they thought they could win without him. Um, I don't know the extent of his injury. I, I don't know. Supposedly he had a little bit of a um, re-injured re re or whatever, um, a setback, so to speak, in the middle of the week, supposedly. Right, well, we got he, so he wasn't going to play today. Oh. You know, he wasn't going to play today, which I, you know, I thought he was, and then – you um you still don't have Tyrell Robinson. We still don't know what the extent the injury is to him. Uh, Cam Jones was out, and um, Blaine Cleaver, tight end, second string tight end, was out also for them. But you know it's good to have guys. It was good to have the fullbacks back, right? Tyson Riley looked really good. I mean, I don't know if they when they watch the film, Army coaches. I would be surprised if they don't have him for ten broken tackles at least today. I mean, he was he was running very physical. He was running hard. He's running with his head down, 
I mean, he's a big dude. So when he can get that low center of gravity and get that strength behind him, you got to be hard to tackle that guy. He had um he had a, what Seth he had a eighty yards ninety yards today somewhere around there. Uh, yes, uh, seventy something I think. Some, okay, 70, he had a good day. A good day, and I, and I think on twelve carries. So it was it was you know he's talking about yeah. about ten yards a carry. I think you know he was doing. So that's pretty impressive. A lot of broken yeah. tackles by the Army running backs and and the quarterback too and Jones too. You know, yeah, and even um, even Tyler when he got in there he broke one. He was impressive when he got in there too. You know what? Usually, Brendan. Usually, we're seeing Army. They're the team that's missing the tackles, right? They're the team that may not be a missed assignment here, a missed assignment there. And today, they they the offense was running crisp enough for Army that they forced they they forced um Louisiana Monroe's hand. And man, time of possession certainly went the other way in the second half, right? First oh. half it was all Louisiana Monroe to a point. And and then I'm looking up um I'm sitting in the upper deck today in the second half with one with one of my one of my best friends who came with his two sons and I'm seeing army time of possession 28 minutes Louisiana Monroe 20. And I think that Louisiana Monroe Seth, they had to have it for what? Like first half they had to have it for almost 20 like they, they had it for it, about uh, i think 20 about 20 minutes in the first half i, uh, yeah. I, I think i think it was i think minutes. it was i think it was actually about 50 50 at halftime okay okay yeah it wasn't wow. it wasn't like the uh like the army uh the army touchdown drive uh before halftime did oh, yeah. a lot to uh to rectify yeah. things well remember the second yeah. touchdown the uh I guess it was yeah. The first touchdown was one play, <laughs> you know, yeah, the twelve yard one. So that took ten seconds, maybe. It just seemed like the first half, the defense was on the field all. I mean, oh, for that, a that long, was definitely long, the case in the first quarter. Time. And uh, it, it, yeah. like I said before, the game seemed to change with about six minutes left. Um, after they scored their second touchdown to go up seventeen-seven, uh, it seemed like Army woke up and. Um, you know, and, you know, one thing we haven't talked about yet in the first quarter, we mentioned it in the press box, how uh, they had the ball within the on, in the 10 yard line or, you know, within the 10 yard line. And instead of passing it, they ran six running plays that Army stopped. Uh, you know, yeah, and, we talked about that in the press box. Yeah, like, what, what are what, you, you doing? Know, You're... I don't know what that was about. I mean, I'm happy, but I don't know what that was about. Yeah. That was questionable here. I want to get this in. So Tyrone Howell, right, their wide receiver who Munkin. Uh, said earlier in the week he was one of the best receivers that they'll face, you know, and maybe in his time there. So he had 244 receiving yards last week, right? He had five catches for 24 yards a day on eight targets. And man, I, 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 good, good job by Nate Woody in the defense, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Jabari Moore was playing him tight a couple times that I saw and might have knocked away a pass here or had tight coverage. Maybe one play was waved off because of a penalty on Louisiana Monroe, but Army did a good job today with them. I mean, what did they? I'm trying to remember. They, 164 passing yards. That's all he had. Yeah, and they didn't get beat over their heads, right? Seth, they did no. not get beat over their heads today. I don't yeah, recall so. one. I don't recall a single play. Um, you know, Pretty. It, hey, we don't. We they, they came in. You know, at first we were a little bit nervous and. Things turned around and handed to the coaching staff to come up with something at halftime, you know, because that was two different games. And, uh, you know, our team won it. Uh, they won. They, they outscored them in the second half. You know, we had seven consecutive scoring uh, scoring possessions besides the kneel down at the end of yeah. the first half. That, you know, seven. That's that's pretty. That's that's what you do against Colgate. That's what you do against, you know, you know, when you play, uh, you know, Dartmouth or something like that. It doesn't happen against a D1 school. Um, yeah, it is for us at least. It doesn't happen. I mean, that was that was the thing that kind of impressed me today. Is uh, you know, like they haven't. Um, I think it's really been since last season that they've actually been able to keep their foot on the gas for the whole game, even if it's against uh, an inferior opponent. Which uh, you know, I mean. Both teams had a similar record coming into today, so I'm not going to call Louisiana Monroe an inferior opponent. But the way that Army finished yeah. the second half, I mean they they scored they scored every possession in the second half. They would you know the I think the scoring margin in the second half was 34 to seven. Like that's that's incredible, and I think that's that's the reason why 
Yeah, it was I feel, 34-7. I feel, yeah. I feel so much better uh, really than I have all season about this team, uh, especially if they continue to roll with Joe. Yeah, you're almost like um, want that Air Force game to be next week. You know, you almost uh, want we, that game to be, we be want next week. To healthy. We want our guys to be healthy, and uh, the extra week off is definitely going to uh, uh, you know, help. I mean, we have a couple of banged up key players. Um, yeah. You know. Quarterback, we you know Tyrell back, and you know we, you know we, we, you know we want to make sure our quarterbacks are healthy. I'll take the extra week off here. Plus, you know we can practice. Is Air Force off next week? Do we know that? Normally they are. I'll check real quick, but they might play a game. Actually, I think they might have somebody. Hey, real, real quick, I wanted to mention something that. Um, so I was able to take in a little bit of the the post game, and so Munkin, you know, he likes to, after they win uh, at home, he likes to climb up to the conductor's uh, stand there, and he went up to the core, and he yelled to them, let's beat Air Force, right? And then the alma mater played, and after the game, they honored the 1972 Army team today. They're the team who won the first Commander-in-Chief's trophy, and who mm-hmm. was on the field waiting to give uh, Coach Munkin a hunk? A hug, no other than the guy who hired him, Bob Caslin, the former superintendent of West Point. I talked to uh, a General Caslin for just a, a brief moment on the field, and he was happy to be. He was so happy to be back at Mikey Stadium. He was so happy to see Army win. And as soon as Coach Munkin was done with the uh, singing the album Mahler, he gave him and um, Munkin and Caslin embraced. It, it, it was a really good moment and really good to have that '72 team there. I would. I'm hoping that we can get a couple of those 72. There was a set. They were well represented today. There was a long line when they were honored, and that team just listening to give a pop to this week in Army football and Rich Demarco. They had two of their players on this week on the radio show. Very good interview with the captain and another player. Um, gonna try to have those guys. Try to get one of those guys on next Sunday before the Air Force game, or maybe a couple guys on next Sunday before the Air Force game. It'd be good to have the history. You know, you just don't realize how far this trophy. Fifty years, I think. Now it's been contested. I think the Commander yeah. Chiefs Trophy. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really. I mean, I was gonna write Seth. I was gonna write a sidebar on that whole Munkin Caslin thing and the the seventy two team being there all weekend. And Munkin said that. Um, they had a reception for the 72 team yesterday at West Point. And when the reception was over, I think some of the former players brought a coin to the Army football office that they gave, I think, Coach Munkin or staff. So, I mean, there's you talk about the tradition at West Point, right? And, I mean, it's just great to see, like, that team being recognized today. You know, that team – because. Go ahead, Seth. I would say that 72 team, that was the last time, that Army Air Force game, that was the last time Army beat a ranked team. Back then it was the top 20. And uh, I believe Air Force was ranked 17 or 19. I don't recall which one. 19, I think. 19, 19, yeah. Okay. And um, Army beat them. That was the last time. So it's 50 years. Now, we don't play too many ranked teams anymore. But uh, it's 50 years since we beat a ranked team. Um, And that was the last one. I'm trying to figure out, I'm going through my head here. I was at the Army game uh, where they, they kicked a field goal to beat Air Force in the last second. I was in high school. And I'm thinking okay. that was 75. But okay. the 72 game, was that home or away? Now you're going to test my Army knowledge. I think it was I th- home. I think it was home. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I think five was definitely home. As far as I remember, I remember the Army uh, was they won the game 17 16. Um, they had um, uh, either Kingsley, Lehman Hall, Lehman Hall uh, drove, he was, a, he was a freshman and he drove the team, got into the game late. He drove us down, uh, Army down for a game winning, you know, to the 20 yard line, 25 yard line. And I don't remember the kicker's name. He had a strange name. He was like a, a Polish name, very long. They all do, don't they? Those kickers all have strange yeah. names. Don't but they? he kicked the field goal that won the game for Army. And it was and back then there was no lights at, at Mikey, at least very few lights. Yeah. And it was post. It was after daylight savings time, and it was get. And the games used to start at two o'clock or maybe one thirty. So it was getting dark, and I was at that game, and I believe it was. I'm going to look that up. I believe it was seventy five, and um. 
you know, and that was an exciting Army Air Force game. But the 72 game, which I think was on the road. I remember reading it at the t- in the time. I'm looking it up right now. I'll look it yeah. up right now. You keep talking. Look up the 72 game and the 75 game. Um, unless it was 74. It could have been 74 that they Lehman Hall got in there. You know what? Uh, Mikey, St- Mikey Stadium 72. And here's something, too. Um, now, that 72 team opened up against Nebraska, right? Was, and I, Nebraska and Huh? I was at that game, 77 to 7. Yep. Yeah. And then they then they went on to beat Texas A&M the next week after that. So the they beat Texas, Texas A&M 24-14. point favorite. Texas A&M was a 35-point favorite. The game was at Texas A&M. And yeah. I remember the New York Times or the one of the New York papers writing an article saying that Army's going to get swamped by A&M. They were supposed to be a good team that year. And Army went down there and beat them like 21-10 or something like that. Or I don't know. You probably have the score in front of you. But. Uh, whatever, and Army ended up twenty-four being, fourteen. Okay, okay. Army went out, went end up, end up being six and four that year. In seventy-one and yeah. seventy-two, they were six and four, and then in seventy-three, of course, uh, Tom Cahill was the coach, and they brought in the best teams in the country. Tennessee played at Army, California, Notre Dame, um, Penn State. I think was on the road. Um, I know Holy Cross was the game we should have won. We lost, I think, seventeen ten. Uh, and we went 0-10 that year, and uh, Tom Cahill lost his job, and they brought in, I think his name was Homer Smith for four or five years, yeah. and um, he did Imagine Notre play. Dame playing at Mikey Stadium. Imagine that, man. I think the it never happened ever again. So, 56-3. to That was the last time they played in Mikey Stadium. Um, but, uh, you know, that was that, that was the – you know, the, the first go round of being, you know, having a terrible team. And of course, that was because of the Vietnam War. Nobody wanted to go to West Point mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, they didn't want to get shipped off to Vietnam afterwards. And, um, you know, Vietnam was coming to an end. And, you know, over time, we started to get a little bit better. We we had a winning record in, uh, I think we were, um, we were, we played, we played 11 games and we were six and five, I think, in 77 with Lehman Hall and Se- um, seven and four. Seven or four. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. There you go. You guys are dropping this history on us tonight. I mean, this is. What, what hey, it's, it, it's. What was that great receiver's name? What was that great receiver's name with Hall? Um. Oh damn, he was great. Uh, he set a bunch of records at the time. Uh, I want to say Brundage, but not Blunt Brundage, Brundage, right? Yeah. Clemmy Brundage, right? What was yeah. his first? Clenny. Yeah, Clenny Brundage. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Great receiver. Great receiver. Man, I wish Hall. we can get Lehman. I wish we can get Lehman Hall on this podcast. I would love to talk to him. I'm gonna. I, I have his cell phone. I think I'm gonna try to get in touch with him soon. I mean, he would be a great guy to talk to. Um, back back to today, real quick. I know Seth, you say you have to run, so we want to just maybe get your final thoughts real quick, and then Brendan and I will take this home. Uh, just um, I know you want. I know you want this Air Force game to get here. Not soon, but you're you're eagerly anticipating this Air Force game. So, for me, yeah, I, I mean, this is this you know this this is going to decide the season. Um, you know, in terms of if we can beat Air Force, you know, we're four and four. You know, you, you got um, you, you got some uh, you know, you know, you know, you got some winnable games in in, in UMass. Uh, should be a win. Um, uh, you know, Connecticut improving, but you know, it's at home. We should win. Um, you know, and suddenly we're looking at a you know, potential decent season. The two tough teams are, of course, in the schedule, Air Force and Troy, and you can never count Navy out. We all know that. Okay, so, um, you know, but, you know, as I said two weeks ago, and I, I'm sticking to it, I see six and six as a possibility. I think we'll get into a bowl game, even, even though we have two wins against, you know, the FCS teams. We only allowed one. Uh, but, you know, I think they'll still take us because uh, West Point, you know, draws well on TV. And um, and that's important. Um, I like what I saw today, but I also have to be cautious and say, OK, look who they played. You know, Air Force is a better team. Troy's a better team. Uh, Connecticut's a better team. UMass, not so sure about. And Navy's a better team. And Navy, Navy's a, a decent team. They're not. I think we're better this year than they are. But anything can happen in that game. And it's played in Philadelphia. Navy draws a lot of people. They seem to have more people in the stands, blah, blah, blah. So anything can happen there. I was impressed. I was happy. I thought they did a great job in the second half at halftime. And, um, you know, let's take the week off and let's see what happens. Great, Seth. Well, uh, we can't wait uh, for you to – 
uh, be back writing for us. And thanks so much for your coverage today. Check out Seth's story on our BlackKnightNation.com already up. And he's dropping the history knowledge as only he can do. So, uh, Seth, you have a good night. And uh, Brendan, you and I will continue. It just proves how old I am. There you go. <laughs> yeah. it's, just a num- it's just a number, Seth. It's just a number. There you, you know, go. So. My first game, I'll let you guys go on this one. My first game that I remember, my dad took me to. My dad was in the military, World War II. And he had a, uh, you know, he he, he, got, he was very big. I was a big sports fan. And Army was good back in those days, the 40s and 50s. Uh, the first game that I remember going to was the Colgate Army game in 19, I believe, 64. And Colgate won by a point, like 29, 28 or 28-27. And all I cared about was going home and telling my mom that a toothpaste beat Army. (laughs) There he goes. There he goes. He's dropping it. See you guys. I'll see you in a couple right, man. Hey, hey, we'll see. Maybe we'll do a bi-week podcast. Who knows on the topic? We'll see. We'll see what we can do. But good having you on, Seth. Thanks for the coverage, and we'll see you soon. See you soon, guys. Bye. I mean, he would probably drop army history for the rest of the night till midnight, probably, if we let him. Uh, Seth has a wealth of knowledge there, Brendan. Um, you know what? I, I wanted to um, just talk about real quick, and he's a guy. I always talk about this guy on offense, and today he not only made a great offensive play, he made a great defensive play. And you're saying, how can a slot back at army make a great defensive play, right? Um, I, John Marshall. I, John Marshall. Um, in the second half, um, a, a pass thrown into the end zone looked like it was going to be a sure interception by Louisiana Monroe, and he knocked the guy out of bounds, pushed the guy out of bounds so he couldn't make the complete catch um, in the end zone to stop Army's drive. I think they, they scored a touchdown after that drive. I think they probably did, if I'm remembering correctly on that. Um, I thought that was a big play, and then he has that catch on the sidelines. And I was sitting, Brendan, I'm sitting upper deck almost directly across to see that play. And my friend and I and and his son are like, I think he caught that ball. And then you see Ijon run into the end zone. I'm like, I don't think it's a touchdown, but I think it's a catch. And they originally called it no catch. And he was able to get one foot in bounds. They had two guys were in coverage there. A really nice play by Ijon Marshall today. And I asked Coach a little bit about Ijon Marshall at the press conference. I asked him about Fabrice Boyne also. And he said that Ijon is buying into being a role player. He's, you know, it's not, um, Army's not going to win with one guy, right? They're going to win with all 11 guys doing their job. I know it's a little bit of coach speak, but that's how they're going to win games. And when Tyrell Robinson's out, right, they need some chunk plays. Every once in a while, Army offense needs some chunk plays. And Ijon gave them that uh, play on a nice catch. And definitely the longest reception of the day for Army. I think what they only completed a couple passes today. Um, yeah, right? it was like it was like one for five yards, and then that one was like 26, I think. Or 36, yeah. something like that. Yeah, 36. Yeah, yeah. It was. A, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a pretty important play. And I think we already talked about Fabrice Boyne and his, um, you know, play today um you know that defensive line i mean bonzu was active today bonzu i think i know he had he was he had a, like a, a part of a sack he uh i think he was that defensive line played good at the point of attack today i thought and um monroe didn't really get its ground they had the one big i think run play that we talked about uh, uh quindralen hammond's running down but other than that, I don't think there were many big plays for them today uh, in the run game, at least. No, didn't didn't seem like it. And uh, you know, like I said, it, it was uh, to me this was the first game that the defense wasn't just along for the ride, and and the, the defense line, the defensive line definitely looked good today. Yeah. Uh, so that sixty-nine yard run uh, was the longest run for uh, Monroe. They had a nineteen-yard run. And then the next longest run was 14 yards. So those big plays and their – man, let's see. Their longest pass play was 23 yards. So, I mean, that's – that's like we talked about, good secondary work, um, special teams. What, 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 what do we have to say about special teams today? They had a punt down – I saw Marshall down the punt inside the five, didn't he? 
uh, he he may have. I yeah. So I was yeah, he... I was I was watching without sound, so I wasn't getting a lot of like who did what. But that was that was a great play. I mean, uh, you know, Billy Belkey hit it well, and then Marshall or or, or if it was somebody else, yeah, it like, was Marshall perfectly, percent perfectly ran down to like the three yard line, and and I mean caught it as if he was receiving a punt from the opposing kicker. It was amazing to see. I love Army's Gunners. Army's Gunners are Ijon Marshall and Bo Nicholas Paul, and they're 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 two of my like they they're great personalities. They they wear their their hearts on their sleeves a little bit when they play, and um, uh, Bo Nicholas Paul had a big hit today when he uh, during the game too when he was in there. Um, I saw that was good for special teams. I think Louisiana Monroe drove down, and scored a touchdown. That was they had that big run, and then they ended up scoring. I think on that drive, at least they had to go ninety-seven yards, Brendan. Right? At least they had to go ninety-seven yards to do it. So, yeah, and and also for the special teams, um, th- like th- this, this is a, 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 again plays into like I think this is the perfect game to have before Air Force. Like getting a couple, getting a couple reps and a couple of good field goals. You know that may that may come in handy uh, in a couple of weeks, if especially if it's another tight game like it's been. Yeah, good point. You know the what the past three four years. Yeah. So I was like, I was I I was I was happy. Uh, you know, I was happy to see the kicks go through, but I was also happy to see the coaching staff not overthink it and just take the points because sometimes yeah. you know, I mean, much as we love, much as we love Army style of of being aggressive and. Uh, you know, look into the numbers to make decisions. Sometimes it's just like, ah, like just take the points. That's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with doing that at all. There's nothing wrong, and and then you maybe get a little bit more confidence in your kicker and say, hey, if it's between thirty, say forty and forty-five, maybe you give him a shot. You know, give him a shot. Yeah. Um, two special teams plays we I uh, wanted to talk about real quick. Now I didn't watch the replay of the game, so I only watched this from the press box. But on the first drive of Louisiana Monroe, uh, roughing the punter um, penalty was called against Army. And from what I was seeing on social media, it might have been a questionable call. I mean, I thought maybe running into the kicker might have been called, but roughing the kicker. And I think running the running into the kicker would have been five yards and maybe not a first down there. And also, Ajah Marshall returned a kick for a touchdown that got called back by a holding call around the 45-yard line of Louisiana Monroe today. So, I mean, man, he was everywhere today. <laughs> I saw was everywhere today. Um, you know, we didn't really get – Seth got into it a little bit about um, the fourth and uh, one call on your own 12-yard line uh, for Army in the first half. And Coach Munkin said in the press conference, he, was, he didn't even have to be asked about it. He addressed it. He just said that's who they are, you know. And like when you watch that call from the press box, I use I, I think of one word analytics, right? But mm-hmm. analytics were not. He said that that's just the, their mentality to go for it there. Yeah, and I I, think I of, can't imagine I can't imagine the analytics are telling you to go from there. <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm like, I don't think it's from the press box. I'm like, I don't think the analytics is telling you to go there. So you, you're making that decision, and yeah. It's, Good to have faith in your and then he also said, you know, people were the play call, right? Um, I don't know if you heard this press conference, but he said the play call was originally supposed to be a fullback dive that was checked at the line. It was checked to the run that um Jones did try to get to the edge there or off tackle, mm-hmm. and yeah. it just wasn't blocked right. It was just they just didn't execute the play, and it's like not a great time not execute a play right in that situation and give your opponent the ball right on your doorstep. And I was thinking to myself, the UTSA game, right, where they gave 14 points in the first quarter, first half right to you, you know, gave them gifted 14 points that came back to haunt them in that game. I'm thinking, yeah, no, not I'm thinking, no, not this again. But then they responded with that touchdown late in the first quarter and he was talking a little bit about um, he was asked about the last four minutes of the first half and the first four minutes of the second half today. And that's usually a good determiner determinator um, of how well a team records for teams. And they came out, they got that score late and they came out and got that touchdown early to start the um, second half. And they, yeah. were, they, 
you got to roll in a little bit. You got to roll in a little bit. So, so there's, uh, like I, I, so I, I definitely feel way more confident about the second half of the season than I've felt the rest of the season. But I do think there is, there's, there's an element of this team, and I'm not trying to be mean. This is just like a kind of a jokey comparison. But there's, there's a famous Simpsons moment where like a bunch of guys are gathered behind Homer. And they're just like, no, just just wait. They're gonna do something. He's gonna do something stupid. And it's just like, I, I don't know if it's just like undiscipline or, or or sometimes it's lack of execution. But like last week, it was the 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 fumble that wasn't really a fumble. It was it was a backwards pass, and it may not actually have been. But if an army player just falls on the ball, th- that that turnover doesn't happen. And you know, and and this week it's like it's like going for it on your own thirteen. And it's like no, like s- s- like stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I w- I was walking back to our cars with Seth after the press conference. I was saying you cannot make those mistakes in two weeks against Air Force. You absolutely not. And touchdowns. You cannot be. You you better be fundamentally sound. You, your execution better be on top of its game. You cannot, and I, that's that's I, I would never. You can't really ask that question today. But I mean, if this is two weeks from now, do you think they go for it on fourth and one from their own twelve? Um, maybe they do, but I mean, you just can't hand air. You gotta you gotta for you gotta take away possessions and points from Air Force, not give them possessions mm-hmm. and points weeks so i hope that doesn't you know come back to bite them you think lessons have been learned and um man i was just like yeah that was that was a that was a head scratcher i think you know you think that they have that mindset to go for it in those situations but the the, the play was a little bit also just as not um a head scratcher as maybe the, going for it there um but they were able to get things rolling and i mean when this offense is going and when you got you're using clock, and you, I mean, they got some the slot back, some some pitches. They they spread it out a little bit. QB runs. They mixed it up enough that they were able to um, tire out um, Louisiana Monroe. And you know, um, forty eight points. They take forty eight. You know, thirty eight points they scored against UTSA. Right. I mean, I, that was the season high against the FBS team. Yeah. And let's just say, I, I said it earlier in the prediction time uh, right up that I did, this is their first win over an FBS team this season. You know, let's put that into perspective. We're in like, let's see, October 22nd, and this is their first win over an FBS team this season. So, I mean. It's pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, you got to get it. I mean, granted, we talk, we've talked forever about the competition, but, you know, they should have beat Georgia State. They didn't. You know, they were right in the game against UTSA. That game could have went their way too. It didn't. So now this team seems to have a new identity. It's the, you know what, today was round two of their second half of the season. Coach Munkin has made a, the boxing, uh, you know, references to now the second half. Round three is Air Force in two weeks. Um, and like we said, they have some time to heal a little bit. You know, do you want to get Andre Carter back from that game? I was talking to my my friend in the stands about the play that he made last year, right on that tip pass. Yeah. Um, yep. Against West, that was against Wisconsin. My fault. That wasn't against Air Force, right? But just the no, ability no, he, that Andre. He, no, he had. Um, no, he he t- he tipped a ball that caused an interception against Air Force. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My fault. I thought it was. I thought it might have been in Wisconsin. It might have so been both. Was, it might have been both, yeah. but I definitely remember Air Force. Yeah. My, it's been a long day, Brandon. I apologize for that. <laughs> hey, real quick, I put on the Black Knight Nation Twitter account. I wanted to get to this. Um, I put what was your play of the game for today? I wanted to do a little bit more interaction too. I want to almost put on a poll on who was the game MVP today too, but I. Didn't get to that yet. Probably a little late for that. So I did a poll of who is, what was the play of the game? Let me get to it. Uh, Jamel Jones, the fourth and four touchdown on the opening drive. The Aisha Marshall catch. Um, 
Leo Lowen's interception or Bryson Daly's touchdown run. And right now, 47% have Jamel Jones's touchdown as the uh, the play of the play of the game. 25% for Ijon Marshall, 17 for Leo Lowen, and 11 for Bryson Daly. Um, so I want to do a little bit more of that for games and stuff like that. Um, I usually would do end of the season polls. Who's your offensive MVP? Who's your defensive MVP? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um what would be your play? What would be your play of the game today? Uh, so I, I think I, I voted for the catch just because it was, uh, you know, it was like, you know, it was a, it was a sports center play, but I do, I do think the real, I do think the real winner is the, uh, the fourth and four touchdown. And I would say Jones was definitely the MVP of the game. Uh, so, you know, certainly didn't get it done all by himself, but, yeah. um, like like I said, I, I I hope he starts against Air Force, and I don't I don't think it's a coincidence that the offense has looked as good as it has last week and this week with with just him as the number one guy and no QB rotations. So I'm just going to throw that yeah. out there. Yeah, they haven't. They really haven't gone. I mean, he got a little banged up. He got some cramps in the second half. Yeah, and I mean, only only. In. Only when he's only when he's had to come off for injury or when they're into garbage time have they substituted QBs. Other than that, he's been the number one guy two weeks in a row, and I think the offense has been better off for it. Obviously, I, Jones could use a little more work in his passing game, but uh, I, I will. I, I, th- I think he, I think you froze up a little bit there. Um, yeah. Um. They were, they, heard, were taking, about, they were taking time off too. Yeah. He froze up a little bit there. I'm sorry, but um yeah. Um I heard a lot about him when he was at prep Jamel Jones. And the thing is, he Coach Munkins talked the last two weeks about how he put in the work the whole season. He knew he was number three on the depth chart to start the year. Well, knew he was number three on the depth chart to start the year, but he didn't put his head down. He kept his head up, he did the work, and you see He's confident. He, he's confident when he plays. Not to say the other Army quarterbacks aren't, but he just brings a calming to the offense too, I think, too. Um, patient, that run that he had for on fourth and four, he was very patient on that play. He waited and he bounced it outside. There was nothing there on off tackle, and he got to the edge and he scored, you know. He follows the blockers. He's very... It seems like I would love to ask Coach Monk in this on maybe Tuesday press conference time. Seems like he his reads are pretty solid, right? He seems like his reads are really good. Uh, they had the one play where they tossed the ball out real quick that Louisiana Monroe just read the play dead, and I think the slot back lost like three or four yards. But yeah, it was either eat, it was either eat it or pitch it, and. I mean, he got it. To, he got it to the slot back. It just Louisiana Monroe's defenders were right there, you know, for the loss. But I don't know if the passing comes along, which I think he's capable of. Then you have that dual threat to a point in this offense, and Army becomes dangerous because they try to throw one pass down the field to Brahim Murphy, I believe, deep, um, and they had Isaiah Austin crossing, and he was wide open on the one attempt that they could have got Isaiah another pass, but Isaiah Austin is going to, they, they're going to need it. These arm, these army air force games can come down to that big play in the air sometimes. And they're going to need to, um, I think they're going to need like an Ijon Marshall or a Isaiah Austin to come up with that big play. Maybe a Brahim Murphy too. Brahim Murphy's had a couple solid weeks too with Tyrell Robinson out Their slot back depth is paying off. And, now, if you get Riley and Buchanan ready to go, and you know, they didn't have Hayden Reed today. That's another guy who they didn't have. Hayden Reed has done a great job um, in place of uh, Buchanan and Riley over the last couple weeks. Um, so, if you get can get Hayden Reed back, maybe you can give um, Riley and Buchanan a breather every once in a while against Air Force. Why not? And uh, this offensive line, you got Shane Buckingham back today. You got Booby Law and Shane Buckingham playing the tackles. You got Connor Fanukin back at guard. You know, he's not playing ta- – I thought he played – I thought he was really solid at tackle, but he he's back at guard. Connor Bishop still you know, center. Um, Jackson Filippowitz did not play today, I don't think. I think Sam Barzak played, started on the line. Good, great job. 
you know, great job. We talked, we, I talked about Sam earlier this season. Great job there. Uh, Aiden Gaines getting some snaps too. Um, the offensive line, the thing with them, Brennan, they, they had to play, you know, some of these guys had to play because of injury. So now you guys can keep, you can maybe freshen up the line every once in a while and you don't miss a beat toward the end of the game. There were a couple false starts on that, on that second, third team that have to be cleaned up. But then, I'm so happy for Bryson Daly. I'll close this out. Oh my so gosh! Yeah, because because he's because he's come in in mop up duty a few times a season, and he's had. Uh, I I think we even talked about it last week. He's had some long runs called back because of holding or this and that. So I was super pumped to see him score on that 65 yarder. And yeah, you got a great video of it, man. Shoot, you know, and in the press conference, J- Jamel Jones saying the quarterbacks were busting on him a little bit in the quarterback room, saying, "Yeah, you have these long runs that are getting called back. When are you going to bust one out?" You know, and he certainly did today, and it's great to see because you know there are three senior quarterbacks that are quote ahead of him, you know, and to see that that's a glimpse of the future, and that busting off a run like that, and yeah, there's a couple minutes left in the game, but that's going to give the the guy a lot of confidence man he is a he's one of the strongest quarterbacks i think they've had an army too um i think at one time he's like 210 215 but i think i mean he the dude puts the the, the time in the weight room too so it, it's gonna be really fun to see him and you know what this was a, a game where last week you know, we thought they cycle in players, right? Last week, you thought they cycled in a little bit more than they did, and they got guys playing time. They did, but um, this week to get them, I didn't think we'd be seeing Bryson Daly this week, and for him to get out there and and have that moment and to see, you know what was really cool about that moment? I think I caught it on my video at the end. The last guy to um, jump in the air and bump it was Tyre Tyler. You know, Tyre Tyler came all the way down the field and gave him a chest bump. Um, you know, that says a lot for that camaraderie that they got in the quarterback room. I mean, that says a lot about the coaching in that quarterback room with Cody Worley for, um, you know, they all want it. They all want each other to succeed. And that's not always the case, especially when in the power fives, if it doesn't go quarterback's way in the power five conference, he's transferring, he's out of there. You know, he, he that quarterback's out of there looking for another place to play. Here it's different at Army, and man, that was awesome. I, I'm like, I'm like recording it. I'm like seeing Tyre Tyler, like, be one of the first guys that wasn't involved in the play, ready to chest bump, um, Bryson Daly. Just awesome way to close out the game for them. Um, man, uh, we have some people watching. Real quick, if you guys have any comments that you would like to get in or questions, uh, we'll take them. Um, if not, we'll wrap it up in a few minutes. And like, man, um. I wish I could get down to Arlington, Texas for this Air Force game in a couple of weeks. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, let's get an, I'll get an update real quick to see what they did. If they ended up winning uh, against Boise State, did they pull that game off? Um, why am I on independence here? Let's see. Ah, Boise State won 1914. So mm. Air Force did. Air Force falls to five and four, five and three now. Um, Let's, uh, Boise State's tough. And uh, so now um, one other thing Seth asked that I didn't check here. Um, no, bye week for Air Force this week with Army. So they're on a bye too. Yeah, so, so that, which I think is unusual. Usually Air Force is playing the week before. Yeah, it just kind of worked yeah, out for they, them this time. Yeah, haven't they played like maybe Boise before in a time? Like one uh, yeah, of the better Mountain West yeah. teams. And it's like, that's tough, man. And Army's usually getting that bye. I thought maybe last year – they usually have the bye before the Air Force week, which is smart, you know. Um, big Commander in Chiefs game, so Air Force already beat Navy, right? So um, Air Force, it's it's kind of winner take it's winner take all for them. You know that trophy's going to be in Colorado Springs, and Army's going to want to bring that trophy back to West Point. Um, they don't necessarily will get to keep that trophy, uh, you know, but they'll get to keep it till they face Navy if they can beat Air Force uh, in two weeks. Oh. Colorado Springs, my bad. Arlington, Texas, you know, we did moving it with the moving of the game to the neutral site. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, final thoughts, Brendan. We'll, we'll, we'll get out of here. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, like like I said at the top, this was this was exactly the game they needed because they had uh, big successes in all three facets of the game. But there's still a few things that they need to work on and clean up in the bye week. And two out of the last three Army Air Force games have seen Army put up a lot of passing yards. So uh, I don't know if that'll necessarily be the case or if it'll be more like the 2020 game, which was just like caveman football going back and forth. But uh, I, I'm really I'm really looking forward to this matchup now. Yeah, it's uh so it'd be five and three Air Force versus uh three and four Army. Everything's on the table for the Black Knights now for them uh, to get to five hundred and get that first leg of the CIC and prevent Air Force for earning the Commander in Chief's trophy. And uh can't wait for in two weeks. Guys, thanks so much for watching here tonight. Uh we thank Seth Mendelson for joining us earlier. Seth, again, check out his game story on our blacknightnation.com. The links are all up on our Twitter accounts, my Twitter account and Black Knight Nation's Twitter account. Um, on our Black Knight Nation YouTube, you have the press conferences from Jamel Jones, Leo Lowen, and Coach Munkin already up on our Black Knight Nation YouTube page. Uh Quindralen Hammonds also spoke. I got to load that up either late tonight or early tomorrow. We have photos. Uh, Ed Diller uh, took photos for us. They're on our website. Uh, give our If you're watching this video on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to us. Um, throw your comments in there if you're re-watching. Throw your comments on what you think about the game. Check out our Instagram account. I was going live and pre-game from the Instagram account today. Um, the Bryson Daily video is also on our Instagram account and on our Instagram stories. And, uh, man, we're all over the place. So, uh, Brendan, we got to wait two weeks to do this all again, man. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be a wait. But I think it'll be yeah, worth it. That, like I said, uh, we'll see if we can do a podcast uh, before that here or there. We got we got to. You know, we got StreamYard here. We got to use it. So, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. We'll uh, we'll see you again soon. And Army wins, uh, improves to three and four with a, a 48-24 win over the Louisiana Monroe Warhawks today at Mikey Stadium. Uh, have a good night. Be Air Force. See you, Sal. <laughs>